Let's do this, everybody. Welcome to Peking the Pyramid. So I figure I should start with some backstory um, and really explain how this got started and, and, and sort of how it fell into my lap because it's definitely not something that I intended to do um, as my next project, but it's really just so exciting and so fun that I couldn't resist. And I hope that you think the same thing once we get into this a little bit more. The backstory for this whole thing is I don't like really mainstream podcast applications for Android. And I was looking for something a little bit more, I don't know, underground or whatever, you know, that, that bucked the system or whatever. So I found this app called Podkicker and I went looking through RSS feeds for prank call podcasts because I listen to the Snowplow show and uh, Brad is I'm, I'm not going to pay him for the extra episodes so suck it Brad but also um, you know there's a ton out there and anyway so and, and, and I'm a big phone fan if you listen to Accidentally Fasting and all you know that I had a couple episodes that went through the history of telephones phone freaking that kind of stuff so um you know, and, and you could always call into the show on our phone server, which runs on a Raspberry Pi. And if you're interested in calling that number and leaving me a voicemail now, 737-800-1776, the most American phone number ever. Anyways, so I'm looking for a telephone call podcast, and I search for the word call, and I find these these uh, weird, weirdly titled uh, podcast feeds, and uh, it, it was actually one, and so I'm scrolling by, and there's a lot of stuff during 2020 that started up, um, kind of when AF uh, winded down, but about conference calls, so people would have these like conference calls during the pandemic and all this stuff, and it really was, you know, some of it was pretty interesting, and uh, some of it was pretty not, and a lot of it didn't keep going, so it, it took a lot of digging, but it, eventually I'm scrolling through these uh, these podcasts that have uh you know call in the title or whatever and and i i see this one that's called conference calls dash two four something, something, something. i'm like yeah whatever that's weird anyway it's probably an error or something in a feed and i keep going but then you know a minute later i was like uh you know what was that so i go back to it and i see um all of the episodes of this podcast are titled untitled recording um and i was like okay well that's freaking weird so I I play the first uh, call, and it sounds like this. Good day, all. Jerry and Barbara will not be with us on the call today. He is still in Zurich, Switzerland, and has not yet completed his assignment. Please continue to pray for him to complete his assignment and return home. That's our update for today. We'll repeat this announcement again at 5 minutes after the hour, 10 minutes after the hour, and 15 minutes after the hour. Uh, any comments? questions or concerns, uh, please press 5 and install on your keypad. Thank you. Now this repeats four times in each call. Uh, and it's it's the same dude, same text, and um, you know, it's, it's throughout the call that he says that same thing over and over. Well, the interesting thing was that's every single episode in this feed. Um, so, you know, they're all titled Untitled Recording, and, and I'm like, who the, who the freak is Jerry and Barbara? So I was like, okay, I need to go back to the beginning. And because this feed is massive, right? So I scroll down super far and it's like, turns out 11 years of weekly calls on every Thursday. Um, so 
I play the first so-called episode, and it's just insane. Um, and and I'll tell you the backstory because it, it really does take a little bit of listening to these calls to figure out what the heck is going on. But really, there's um, there's a lady named Rose and there's a lady named Barbara, and they're hosting this uh, call for what they call the Friends United Recovery Call. And at the time, they didn't have that name that they started. But basically what had happened was there's a man named Richard Byrne, and he used the guise of uh, a wealthy philanthropist to take money from other supposedly wealthy people on Facebook. Um, and it was the Friends United Network fun. Um, and, and there's not much information online. You really can't find a ton of info on this stuff. I think it was back in like 2006, 2007. It was a little bit before that that he got started because the Friends United Recovery call with Barbara and Rose started um, around that time, 2006, 2007. So they start the call by telling people, you know, you have to get this affidavit from the FBI. Be careful what you tell local police, but you need to tell the FBI about this and don't buy stock from Richard Byrne. So what had happened was Richard got a little bit too confident in his scam. And instead of taking these investments uh, it, you know, for philanthropy work that never worked, right? He was saying that we're going to do this project. We're going to build a school in South Africa or, what, you know, whatever. And, um, and, and there's not any information on these calls really about the scams other than what these people talk about because Richard is not involved at this point, right? These are victims on this call of Richard's and they are trying to get their money back um, by, by going to the FBI and, and figuring out how to unite uh, former United Front against Richard, which is funny, no pun intended, because it's Friends United. But anyway, so Barbara and Rose are talking about you know what they need to report to the FBI. What they what they don't talk to local police about is super fishy. I don't know why they were saying that, but they also mention this rich, uh, this wealthy banker named Jerry, and they say, well, Jerry, you know, lost more money than anyone to Richard, um, and he's not to blame. So there's some suspicions around Jerry being involved. Um, and and so they say, you know, Jerry's not to blame. He is uh, someone who fell victim to Richard as well. And he has lost more money than all of you. But, um, you know, Jerry would like to recover his money. And while doing so, because he is such a, you know, uh, genius banker, he can do it investing in whatever, and um, you know, somehow make all of this millions and millions of dollars. Because I think at some point, Jerry claims to have lost hundreds of millions of dollars to Richard. But anyway, so they say, you know, at some point we'd like to see if Jerry would be interested in joining the call, if you all are okay with that. So they, they continue on, and, and another uh, lady joins them, Carlene, and then a reverend, Reverend Enoch. So there are four people at this point. There's Rose running the call, or sorry, Barbara running the call. Rose is sort of the... I, I, I'm not sure what her role is. It's never really clear, but eventually she becomes sort of the, the keeper of the database of names and information um, of all the victims that uh, these people are tracking, right? That are joining the call every week. Carlene sort of seems to be an admin person. She's sort of kind of running the call, but she's not as in charge as Barbara. And then the Reverend Enoch joins to do the prayer. And I don't know what his role is overall, but that is the voice that you heard in that call. He has the one... He, he has been the one doing this call for something like, you know, I mean, he's been a member of it for 11 years. Um, so, so it continues on um, to the point where Carlene, Barbara, Rose, and the Reverend are discussing uh, 
opportunities to invest, to recover the money that everyone lost. And no one can really determine, you know, what the best course of action is. So this this kind of lasts, you know, there's a lot of bickering. There's a lot of, everybody's really upset, you know, not, not those four people, but the callers. They do a Q&A um, that allows people to talk in, in the call. There's the guy, Butch, and I don't know if he's on the first call, but it's it's very early on, this guy, Butch, from uh, Michigan, and Nancy, and, and I don't know if they're married, but, um, you know, what? We'll find out more about those those folks later. And then there are other people, and they join in a Q&A, and they ask questions, you know, what what do you think of Richard? When is he going to be arrested? Um, who's pressing charges? All this stuff. And and really, this should not... Right off the bat, you know, okay, this this conference call should not be happening. Um, and it's it's sort of a victim services that would be offered by a state or something like that to help recover money, or, or maybe coordinated by the FBI, I don't know. Um, but there's really a dirty feel uh, all along. To this call and um you, you know so what i'd like to do is is play a little bit of the calls the first probably the first call because they are some of these calls go on for like literally hours like two to three hours um so 11 years of that now like i said that that first call that i played a, a couple minutes ago with reverend enoch doing the blessing you know he usually starts with god day all uh for some reason uh, Jerry and Barbara will not be on the call there in Zurich, Switzerland. And this is like from, this is probably the past five years. And there's nothing uh, that changes in his call, his weekly Thursday call, where he says that four times, you know, at the top of the hour, the 15, 10, 5, 10, 15, whatever. Um, there's nothing that changes in that call for years and years and years. Jerry and Barbara in Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, they're on assignment. Please pray for the completion of their assignment until COVID. And... Um, you know, that's kind of pretty interesting. There, there's another one that I played in the trailer where he says, Jerry has good news. He's going to announce it next week. And then nothing happens. There's no, the next two weeks are, are silence. And then it goes back to the regular thing. So either that conference call, you know, it, it didn't take place or the recording wasn't posted somewhere. Um, and you know, honestly, I don't know how this conference call website that they use, is still posting the recordings. I thought it would have to be triggered by uh, Barbara, who is usually in, in charge of the calls, but I don't think that's the case. I, I, I think that whenever someone calls this number, the website is set up to automatically post the calls on an RSS feed. Um, so anyway, um, you know, that this is just such a bizarre situation that's going on. Like these people think that they, um, or appear to think that they can circumvent the the regular channels to seeking retribution um and and when the call first starts richard has not been charged with the crime so so uh rose and barbara and carlene and the reverend um, and and all of the callers discuss you know how what they can do best path forward but then they eventually within the first two or three calls they determine okay we need Jerry. Jerry needs to help us uh, figure out how to get our money back. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play some audio from the first couple calls now um, and um, just kind of showcase the, the thought process, the oddness of it all, how immediately I think the average person, I would like to think that the average person would know, oh my God, this is a scam. They're all victims of Richard already. Right, they've all been scammed. They've all supposedly lost thousands and thousands of dollars, um, and 
they they are falling for it again. And you're listening to the fledgling call, the beginning, the egg that's hatching that is a new scam. So so here is the audio from the first conference call of the Friends United Recovery Group uh, before Jerry joins in. And it's not the whole call because, again, these are very long, but I want to share this because it's a monumental occasion. And I'm really excited for you to hear this. So here we go. Thank you, Greg. Good job. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our Thursday morning in California, afternoon in parts of the United States, and here in the eastern part, we are now in the afternoon session. Our day is almost finished for us here. We welcome you to this wonderful, wonderful call on Thursday. We're so grateful to have you all with us today. I do believe I want to begin with a little brief uh uh, happening at uh, Friends United Network. Uh, they are offering currently a special program on a special offering of some shares. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, please call the office and ask them for a prospectus. Mm-hmm. They have to show that to you. If they do not send one to you, the next position you should do is definitely file a complaint with the SEC and the FBI because they are sharing and selling and giving, exchanging whatever they do offering for shares, and it is illegal because they have not done the proper requirements to make their offering valid. So that is what I recommend you all to do if you are part of Friends United Network and you receive their emails regarding an exchange of what is called by Richard the 10 to 1. We don't know what that 10 to 1 is because Jerry's fund is what we know it by. So maybe that does not include Jerry's fund. Maybe that just includes Richard's 10 to 1. Let us hope that is true. But nonetheless, please call the office if you receive any information on your emails. I know I have. And please call the office for a prospectus. Now, secondly... Let us turn our momentarily to DINARS. I want to very emphatically tell you we have now crossed the line of no return. If you request your DINARS back, you cannot do it. We are now in the down roads now of going to be exchanging into euros, and that will make us very profitable because then Jerry can place that where he needs to place them, and then we will notify you by call uh, maybe next week or the following week uh, that everything is in trade. We hope that it come, and then we will comes to fruition, and we will tell you exactly on when it will be done, how long it will be there, and what the time frame is that you will be issued your new cards, your new debit cards, as I say, it's still a lot to do after. We have to do downloading. We have to put everything in our database to protect you for security reasons. And then we have to uh, uh, send a, a copy to um, uh, the, the credit card company, the debit card company, so they can do what they need to do in printing the credit card and putting your monies and then mailing them to you. So it does take time. But please allow that, and, uh, you know, we, I'm grateful you have minimized not done. Uh, I just, I'm very grateful for that. Uh, I'm working right now diligently, and we all are. 
And we're just waiting for now for continuation continuation of what we need to do here as with I have many meetings to do today and one they'll be following right after this this call. I don't have any more regarding the DNRs. Um, I'm finished with that. Jerry, Barbara, do you have anything to add to our current update? Yes, I do. I, I would say that we're approximately a week to two weeks away from being paid on a fiscal trade platform and being able to pay off the first part of this, which is $2.5 billion, and, and making those payments to Jerry's Fund and Golden Shares, the Emergency Fund, and the Super Emergency Fund. We do know uh, uh, the Emergency Fund and the Super Emergency Fund is always first to be paid for uh, before the regular program. So um, be prepared. Oh, and Carlene, I'm sure you're on board. Please call me right after the call. I need you, please, I need you to contact me ASA. Thank you. Okay, anything else, Jerry? No, I, well, except that I want to say to you, good people, this week we will not do Q&A again. It isn't because we don't want to answer your questions. We're just really, truly tied up meetings. Barbara's going to go one day, one direction today, and I'm going to go the other. And I'm going in another myself. Uh, do you want to, who wants to start the story? Do you, you people, I will. you have a wonderful well, story to first, tell before, and share that look, with can I, Let me present the story to you. First, this story that we're telling you is true. It is, it is, a, it is a gift from God. I'm going to say that to you. And we've been asked by the ministers to repeat the story to you so that you would have faith, hope, and trust. And I want to give this gift to you, and I want you to know that it is a healing gift. It's a special, special healing gift for all the members that are on, on this call, even for our enemies. Maybe it will heal your hearts that you can see the right way. And I say that sincerely with all my heart. All right, now we're going to tell you the story. The story is totally 100% supernatural. <laughs> well, I, it, um, I was the driver. I had Jerry in the car with me and one other person. And as we're, we were doing um, a little bit uh, on some things that we needed to do and running around, we were heading back to a, a destination uh, for me to drop uh, Jerry and this other uh friend of ours off and um, all of a sudden now mind you we have a GPS in the car and it was not turned on it was not activated and all of a, it's sudden, a black screen yeah well all of a sudden it turned itself on it started talking to us and at the same time Jerry is holding his cell phone he wasn't doing anything with it other than just holding it and all of a sudden it came alive and clear across his screen were a whole bunches of sixes. It just filled up his whole screen with the number six. And as the GPS is talking, it's trying to give us directions of turning uh, back around. And as we're going along, we're going, what on earth is going on here? And it kept saying, um, recalculating and uh, to get us to the next turn where we can manage to turn back around. And uh, 
we thought, God, this is really weird. This is odd. And we're kind of laughing about it and wondering, you know, why did it turn itself on to begin with? And everybody said, well, I didn't do anything and I didn't do anything. But as it's going on, Jerry says, well, listen, why don't we just follow the directions and see what happens, which is what we did. So I followed it to turn me around, and it took me back. And then right when it had turned itself on, it says, you have reached your destination. And right in front of us on a corner was a name for, uh, it was a sign. And it was in front of a church. And it said, New Life. And then a little bit further on down, it said, New Life Church. Now, we would have had to take a couple other turns in order to go into the church itself. And it, it did not give us that direction. It took us to the sign that said, New Life. And as soon as we saw that, all three of us felt at peace, calm, warmth, contentment. It was like we had a nice, warm, fuzzy blanket that just enveloped us and took us under its wing. And it it was just a wonderful, wonderful, euphoric feeling. And it still is with us. Jerry has it, I think, the strongest. Um, If I stop to think about it, I can still feel it where most of the time I'm too busy and I just don't pay attention. But Jerry is still feeling it and always feels it around him. And we were wondering, what was the meaning behind this? Of course, that's a nice message when it said new life. And uh, we thought, well, maybe we're supposed to go back to the church. Um, But it didn't take us right up to the church itself. It was on the back corner of this church, the sign itself of new life. So we hadn't made it back to the church, but Jerry has conferred with a couple um, reverends about it, and they both independently gave him the same interpretation. And, Jerry, if you would like to... uh, Yeah, I'm I'm going to go further. They said that this is uh, God's putting his seal on the job, on the work that we're doing, and he's giving the authority to no man, no machine, no demon or other can disturb this authority. And what we're putting forward here, which is banking the light, which is paying the fund members, is 100% in God's, God's hands, and he has agreed with doing this, and he has shown us with his hand, and that's his hands around us that gave us that wonderful feeling. Every one of us, we had tears in our eyes, and it's, and I still have the feeling. Within 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 72 hours of that meeting, everything in the world came to my hands, and I mean everything in the world. I now represent seven individual countries to invest capital. People are calling from all over the world, individuals, corporations, governments. Please allow us to help do God's work. And it's happening for real. And then there was a magic number, which which the reverends would understand, that was given only in heaven that, that said no man would know. And that magic number was given and and verified i can't give it to you because i'm not going to tell you what it all means yet but i want to tell you 
This is a special blessing on the fund members. And I know right now that you're feeling it. You're not feeling sick anymore. You're not feeling downtrodden anymore. You're not feeling like there's no hope because this isn't hope. This is acceptance of, of what God has in plans for you, which are nothing but the best in the world. And I'm telling you that. This is much more than just a bunch of people getting paid. He has put his blessings on you through us. And I know you can feel this. And when we do have Q&A, we'll, we'll let you tell us. And I know, I already know, because I can, I can, I can see thousands of people that you're going to touch. They're going to have the same blessings on them. And this is God's wishes and God's desires. All right. Oh, Jerry, one other thing. What did he say that all those sixes meant? Oh, we have the seal of God, on, and it's, God has sealed our work and given us the power to fulfill all of this. And this can be this can be verified on another call by the reverence, and maybe the reverence will put out a letter to the fund members, and they, they can even explain it more in a, in a much more religious manner than we can. And uh, I'm telling you, we have all of the authorities from God to fulfill all of the duties that he's put forward to us. And this all happened within 72 hours. And the, and the most amazing thing in the world is I don't do anything but hold out my hand, and it all comes to my hand. And I'm telling you the truth. I'm not even making phone calls because they're finding me and they're calling me. And I'm being recommended, and this is a true statement that I make to you, I'm being recommended by, which Richard says I'm not part of, by the NSA. The National Security Council, the Pentagon, is the one that is, is out there saying that Jerry is for real, Jerry could do it, the job. If anybody has the capability, it's Jerry. If there's technology you need to bring forward, Jerry is the only one out there that can get it done. And this is directly from people in National Security Council, in the Pentagon. And and um, I, I, I ran into a, a, a gentleman that knew me from the Pentagon, and here's what he said to me. He said, Jerry, I haven't seen you around for a long time. Are you still part of the company? And I said, yes, somewhat. And he says, well, he says, uh, brother, and he means brother because both in, the, in that area, um, have you polished up your gold badge lately? So he, uh, he verified, <laughs> and he also verified all my clearances and credentials. And this is for you, Richard. I just want you to know. Please understand this. I don't hate you. I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for the fun office. I really do. Because what is coming for you is what you deserve. And I'm not going to go any further with it. And it's not a threat. I don't want to threaten you. You, got, you get what you reap, Richard. And you reap the winds, and that's what you're going to get. All right, now getting back to our situation, which is the love and, and the caring of everything that's going on. I tell you unequivocally, even the government agencies and the United States government agencies are supporting me, and they're offering me unbelievable transactions to do with our country. Where Ben left off, Jerry is picking up. I'm picking up the load that Ben left. And I want to tell you people, my partner Ben was shot 
doing his job to try to do our country right, to, to take and solve the Social Security problem. So now I'm involved in this aspect of what's going on. And we're doing our best to get the job done. And we will. And, and that is with the help of God, and I mean that. So whatever's out there, bring it on. We're ready. May I make a, an addition to that? What mm-hmm. maybe some people don't realize and maybe they've heard but have not been clarified is that the United States of America has been holding a large sum of dinars. That has been turned over to our program. Now, that is trust and that we are doing the right and correct thing. Each one of you who are participating in this program and with also Barb and I, that we are anointed here to do work that we must do, people that we must touch, people that we must take and put our arms around and hold until they heal because that is our path that we must walk. And I am so grateful to have all of you on today and for you to hear this story, to know that you are anointed along with us to do the work that must be done. And this is the work of God. May I, may I say one more thing about the, the dinars so that the people understand? Ali is not on, but he has somebody that's listening this today that's going to go back and talk to Ali. Ali, this is for you specifically. I want to tell you why the money, the dinars will go up in value. And I want you to hear me clearly and correctly. Uh, number one, I don't have an office that Ali's people could investigate because my office is my BlackBerry and my laptop. And that's wherever I'm at in the, in the entire United States or offshore. All right, that's number one. My name was misspelled incorrectly. I'm not Bremen. I don't know who Bremen is because that's not me. Uh, nobody knows where I'm at, where I stay. Not not Barbara, not Rose, no one for my own personal security. I'm I'm available when I have to be. I met with the with the the, the police department with justice. I met with everyone that, that is involved in this scenario with fun, and I assure you, it's short now. And 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 let's you know justice is a funny thing. It's a wheel that moves very slowly. But sooner or later, it gets to the point where it squashes the grape, and it will squash the grape. Now, getting back to the DRs, um, here is how we're doing it so that there's no secret to it. We're not going to give you, you people that have DRs that are sitting on top of them after this, we're not going to cause the price of DRs to go up one penny. I decided not to do it, although I could. And here's why. I'm going to take the DRs. And I'm going to sell the dinars to a buyer of oil, and I'm going to sell them at what is called bank rate, which is higher than what you could turn them in for. I'm going to take the money, and I'm going to take the money and attach it to an existing platform, financial platform, a trading scenario, and I'm going to trade the money. As I trade the money enough times, then I'm going to come back to you and we're going to bring the dinars up in value. That's how it's done, because we've changed the we've changed the dinars to either U.S. dollars or to euro, and we're going to trade those on a trading platform. 
And by doing this, we're not affecting the price of the dinar because the dinar is gone already. Your money then will become U.S. dollars or euro dollars, and it will be placed on a financial platform that will give a good return on your money, and then we'll put it in, as we've always told you and agreed, we'll put it into a, into a fund, and from that fund you'll have a card that you can draw down. It's nice and clean, and what you have coming, it'll be, it'll be on your, your electronic ticket or your card. We'll have your account on it, and you can draw down what you need to draw down. If you need more money and you have more money in the fund, and you're ready to, and you need that money, then you can contact us, and we'll arrange for you more cash than what you can get on an ATM. I don't know what your problem is. Maybe you need to pay off your house debt or something. If that's the case, and you're prepared to pay your own taxes, fine, we'll arrange it for you. In fact, we'll we'll do we'll do a swift transfer to your bank account, and you've got the money to pay for your pay for your house or a larger amount of money that you need in one time. But you're also going to understand, I can't do this for you. You're going to be responsible for your taxes, all right? So that is that is what it amounts to. And, and by doing this, your dinars, which are worthless, your dinars are running, in one quote, they're running um, 1,400 dinars to one U.S. dollar. Another one is 1,100 that I've heard. And I don't know what today's quotes are. And uh, the Iraqi uh, National Bank uh, will be uh, receiving the dinars from us because it will be traded in on oil. And that's how it's done. The, the purchaser of the dinars is an oil company. Okay? So I hope I've been able to clarify this to you. And Ali, if you're out there, or Ali's rep is out there, hey, you ought to tell everybody, sell, buy dinars. They're going to go up in value, but it's going to be done privately through the, through the fund group people. And they, they can make it happen for you. So the more dinars that are turned in, the better the value will be. So Ali should be cooperating with us instead of telling us, hey, I don't exist, or, or this, or whatever. And it, it and it really doesn't make any difference. But I mentioned it because Ali's reps are on the phone, and I, w- I wanted them to hear it clearly. All right, Jerry. Uh, there's also we might want to mention that the dinars in our program we we brought up to a certain level on only the dinars in our program because this is a private offering. Yes, and it's a fundraiser. It's a fundraiser to make money to to help the fund members. That's what it's all about. It's a fundraiser, period. All right. Um, if does does Barb or um, or Rose have any questions for me that I can answer? I have nothing for you. I think it's time we be off to our appointments. I have to be out of here in five yes, minutes. I agree. We have to get on and get on to our appointments. I need to say one more thing. Again, I'm trying to contact Carlene. Uh, she was unable to uh, get back to me some t- this morning earlier when I've called her. I need to speak with you ASAP, sweetheart. Thank you. If that is all, then, ladies and gentlemen, we will bid you fond farewell, a blessed anointed week, as we all are and will be, 
And and we see you next Thursday at, again, 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern. Have a great and prosperous week. God bless. Namaste. Love you all. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, hopefully uh, we've given you um, a little bit more insight as to what's going on. And uh, looks like, uh, is it next week, Jerry, that uh, you think uh, things might start happening? Well, you know, it's everything's accelerating, Barbara. You know, there's no telling how fast this is going to go. Well, let's see what next next week brings. By next Thursday, who knows what can happen. It's in God's hands, and let's operate with grateful receiving. Okay, great. Well, thank you. Bye, everybody. Love you all. And it's so good to hear from you. And let let the anointing that we, the story that we gave in the anointing, cover you too, and your families and your friends, and and and, and believe in it because it will heal you. God bless all. So I changed left. directions Namaste. last minute, Bye, and I decided to play that entire call. But um, that's the first call that Jerry joins in, and because of the sheer number of calls, all being listed as untitled and unorganized in any way, shape, or form. I'm having difficulty finding calls prior to that one. But that was the start of an era, right? It's 2010. These calls go until this this last Thursday. They're still coming out. Reverend Enoch is still saying is God day all. Jerry and Barbara cannot join us. So it's it's nuts, right? The the God number, the there's it, it's almost cult-like the way that he moves forward, but it's this I I started with Jerry because not only is it the first call that I found, uh but it's also the most like conniving. It's it's the most cult-like. Like the hollow earthers that we get to eventually, they're just kind of bizarre. And I don't want to give away what the scam is there, but it's a pretty simple scam compared to this. Jerry has chosen specifically to go after people who were already victims of another con man, and he's using religion. He uses that same philanthropy angle that he knows they fell for with Richard, and he has other people on the call who I don't know if they trust Rose and Barbara and, and these others, but that say, no, Jerry is the victim here, too. He was His thing was not a scam. And, and you can tell that he's already scammed people, right? And, and, and if all of these people just talk to each other, and I'm sure there's some sort of, like, manipulation amongst them to say, oh, you can't trust these people. And, you know, he's sort of honed in and, and selectively given out his phone number for this conference call, and, you know, back in the day. Um but yeah, so it's it's pretty nuts, right? Um, you, you can tell already that these people are being taken advantage of. They've already invested Iraqi dinars, and they're saying there's no value. You've already lost that money. You know, there, there's nothing we can do about that, which is really, really messed up. But anyway, so um, I, I think this is where we call the first episode. Thank you for making it all the way through. I hope that you find this stuff interesting, and I'm really excited to take you where this goes because it gets even more insane with Jerry and, and all these people and, and Barbara. And I love how Greg is mentioned in this call, the first call, the oldest call that I've, I can find. Because Greg is one of my, uh, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, my favorite characters. Um, and I, I think he's got a great story arc that really, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to talk about more than listen to in the future because of all of the gaps in these calls. But anyway, thank you for listening. I should leave a disclaimer here saying there are phone numbers, there are names, there are all these things in these calls. A lot of this stuff doesn't work. I, I've, I've tried, trust me. I, I've, um, 
I guess the surprise for all of the people that have made it this far into this first extra special episode is I am going to be calling everyone. I've, I've tracked them all down and, and got phone numbers and stuff, and I'm going to be trying to talk to everybody, starting with probably Reverend Enoch and then, you know, culminating with Jerry, but also the folks involved in the other scams. So I think we've got a little treat to look forward to at the sort of season finale um, of Peaking the Pyramids. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for checking out my new podcast. I really appreciate you being here, and I look forward to sharing much more of this with you in the future. Um, and, you know, be safe out there, folks. This is this is real stuff. These people are actually falling for these scams, and, and I think that, you know, once they get elaborate enough and the scammers get smart enough, it's definitely possible that we can all suffer or fall victim to these types of things, you know. So, so keep an eye out, keep your ear on the ground, and let's push forward and, and see where this goes. Thanks, everybody.